five, four, three, two, one. What's your favorite scary movie? Just when you thought it was safe to put on a podcast, the legend continues. Freak Out Drive-In with Jennifer Smith. My weapon is large for bodies, I'm strapped for battle. My soul is in the crossroads and hides for filling. Somewhere deep inside the spirit to rise to kill her. Welcome to Freak Out Drive-In. My name is Jennifer Smith, your hostess for this Watch World podcast. Continuing along with holiday horror... Me and my friend Rocco watch the remake of Black Christmas from 2006. Unlike the original, this movie is very bad. <laughs> it is not great. Uh, they attempt to explain the villain a little too much in this one. But it is a fun live watch. Uh, it's just goofing on it with a buddy. If you want to do that, you can find it on Hulu. You want to watch along with us? Then press play. Three, two, one, play. Rocco Martone, how are you? I am great. Uh, substances are in my body, and we are ready to watch Black Christmas 2006. What kind of substances you got? Well, it's winter time, so you got to drink vodka neat. You got to oh, smoke a little should... outdoor outdoor weed. You can't have your indoor weed. You got to have your outdoor weed. Tastes better, and uh, yeah, just prime winter substances my indoor weed and outdoor weed tends to be the same weed uh i don't know the smoke and the uh the atmosphere and being a kid who had to smoke all my weed i know you didn't start smoking until a little later so like smoking well see you don't have the, oh, you don't, 16 well you don't have winter right like winter weed outdoor weed is different because it's like you get that big plume and it feels like you got the biggest hit in the world like you're gonna die because look i've so, smoked weed outside in the cold yes i understand I mean, your cold is 50. When I'm talking like, oh, oh, you know what I mean? You ain't, you ain't smoking weed out in zero degree weather. Oh, yeah. If you got to get outside your house, you go outside to zero. I, I had a friend who couldn't smoke in his house. We just smoked every cigarette outside, and it was, you know, just constant. So awesome. you learn to live. Let's argue, well, let's, let's argue as soon as we start doing this. <laughs> what movie did you pick? This is Black Christmas, the remake. Black Christmas from 1974, the classic, the proto-slasher, the first slasher, some people say, the original Black Christmas. So this is a uh, 2006 remake of it, and uh, made by uh, the X-Files team of Glenn Morgan and James Wong. Smart. I like it. Um, So I watched Black Christmas a couple of years ago for Freak Out Drive-In with my friend Sarah, Uh, but I have not seen... Um, this version. Something it was, different. yeah, it was met with a lot of derision because you know this was the 2006 was the boom of remaking classic movies uh, and every, all the horror nerds were up in arms and it seems like that's just housing. yeah. What a surprise! Still, 20 years later. Well, you're uh, a horror nerd. This didn't uh, make you turn your nose up any. I never give a fuck about that, man, because, like, the original movie still exists. They're not burning it in the fucking right. in a landfill. Like, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. If you're upset that young people get to watch something they've heard of but a new version that might make them check out the original version, then I don't know what to tell you, old man fucking Methuselah. Like, sorry. <laughs> get on the fuck. Like, movies aren't made for you if you're complaining. Like, you're old, motherfucker. Movies are made <laughs> for young people. So 
That's movies why movies are second... made for young people. They are big budget movies, remake. Sorry, remakes of movies and okay. big budget stuff. That's for young people. That's why they make it. They take an IP and they exploit it and whatever, man. It's gonna get this. It's gonna get the original a nice Blu-ray release. Maybe some extra residuals for the people who made those movies you love so much. Anyway, so uh, embrace the fucking remake. You, you ain't gotta watch it if you don't want to watch it. I mean, I would agree with that, but I don't think it's for young people. Well, I mean, it's just a new eight? generation. Sure. Yeah. All right. Better way to put it. Better way to put it. The eighteen, the forty nines, which uh, some people might be leaving sooner rather than later. So uh, at forty nine, I'm not allowed to watch this movie anymore. So. The advertisers and don't give a fuck if you watch this movie after you're forty nine. So it's fine. I'll, I'll just be watching Touch by an Angel at that point anyway. So. Oh yes, yes, yes. I mean, Father Dowling Mysteries are also available to you. Um. Yeah, that and PBS. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, so you have seen this ever? Not even a bit, not even a bit. I, I saw the original. I have not seen the re- Okay. This is, yeah, it's not like a, it's not, even though there is a yeah. character. Then you get into remakes versus reboots, and it's like a whole thing. Or a requill, as they like to say, where yes. they kind of have, I mean, this has a character, this has an actress from the original, but not playing the same character. Well, of course not. Well, yeah, oh none of this shit, I I know it wasn't in. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is the original... It was all set at the house. Like, yeah, so the, the original has zero backstory, really. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's, it's kind of the mystery of it. This is, And this is emblematic of movies in 2000, well, even the 90s after. You have to explain everything. Nothing can be a fucking mystery. you got to have a giant mythology to everything, and that's boring to me. Like I like a movie like It Follows that came out a couple years ago where they don't ever explain who the bad thing is. The characters in the movie try to. And then there, I know people had some issues with that because, oh, well, the, the the monster did something different than was supposed to be. It's like, these are teenagers making up a fucking mythology, dude. Like, yeah, they don't know what the fuck's going on as much as you wouldn't if that happened to you. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, there's a lot. A lot there's, I mean, you're going to see a lot more backstory coming up in this movie, too. So, so are we in, like, an insane asylum or some sort of prison? It seems like a, a place for, uh, a, yeah, a mental health facility for uh, yeah. the criminally the criminally insane, more like. Insane asylum might be a little bit of a dated term. Right, yeah. but this is more for a criminally insane uh, yes. dude. Of course, we have a guy eating disgustingly. Yeah, well, I'm sure he loved that. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, putting a candy cane on someone's turkey is kind of a fucking yeah. fuck you to them, right? Uh, that plate was sus, for sure. <laughs> And we got our first look at a, a character now, Katie Cassidy. Of uh, she's a superhero oh, person, right? Oh yeah, she is a fucking black canary, or <sighs> canary, I guess. Her sister was black canary. <clears throat> I have to see her black canary. Um, and and Goldie Hawn's son, Oliver Hudson, hanging out. Yeah, he's super hot. He is a really good looking dude, huh? Jesus Christ! What a surprise that two super hot people would make a super good looking person <laughs> with their uh, no, their DNA. Not weird. Yeah, what a surprise. I'm not a big, I'm not a big movie fan of like a winter movie because I'm not a big. I think I, I like being outside in the, in the, in like a forest in the summer. You know, like I'm a summer summer camp kind of setting. But uh, I'll, I'll do with something like this. Yeah, you told me it had to be a Christmas theme, so we went with this. Okay. No more winter movies for Rocco. Got it. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I like winter movies. 
It makes me want to, like, make a fire. Do you have a fireplace in your house? I do not. I have a pit, a fire pit on the outside. You know, I live in Florida, and I have a fireplace in my house, and I'd be trying to turn that shit on because I'm all the time cold. Um, and it's like, no, we don't want a fire because we live in Florida. I'm like, Is this a wood-burning fireplace? Yes, or? a wood-burning. Oh, damn. Well, that's Andrea Martin, or Andrea Martin. She was on 90210. She's the <laughs> woman. She's the woman from the original. Also, a big yes, SCTV right. person, huge uh, comedy person growing up in the 80s and stuff like that. Lacey Sher- Sher- Sherbert? Chabert? Sher- <laughs> Lacey, uh, Lacey Rainbow Sher- Sherbert. Yeah, Bert? I believe her middle name is Rainbow. Uh, Chabert. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Bobby A. Bear. This might be one of the most attractive casts in movie history because uh, this room, this this sorority house is just filled with with beautiful young ladies. We got uh, Cassidy. The original yeah. was too. Yeah, you had Margot Kidder. You had uh, Olivia Hussey, who was everyone's first nude scene in uh, Romeo and Juliet that they would air. They would play that in my English class as a kid, and mm-hmm. it depended on the teacher who would cut out the nude scene. Yep. Yep. But uh, yeah. I noticed a uh, a Christmas story uh, lamp in one of the windows, just a leg. Uh, the original Black Christmas was directed by Bob Clark, the director of A Christmas Story. So that was a really nice little Easter egg. Yeah, right? I mean, like, the dude created two of the most iconic Christmas movies of all time, different genres. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't play uh, Black Christmas 1974 on a 24-hour loop. Also, for me, if you told me I had to watch a Christmas story, that's a horror movie for me because I fucking hate that movie. Why? It's just it's just depressing. My childhood was depressing around Christmas. I don't need to watch some other kid's fucking miserable holiday experience. It just bums me out. It makes me feel hot. That kid with his goddamn mashed potatoes under the sink is a fucking... Oh, I fucking love the mashed potatoes. I knew you would hate that, but... I don't need that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't need it. I love Darren McGavin, the, the cold check, the night mm-hmm. stalker, but I don't, I don't know. That movie just makes me feel hot and uh, upset. Hot and upset. It makes me think of back in the day, you'd sit in front of the heater of your house and just let that heat just bake you like a motherfucker because you were so cold and shit like that. So That's what I do every day. <laughs> it's like my cat Knuckles. He loves that. Yes. All the heat. <laughs> oh, we got an escape prisoner in this bitch. Always good. Got a nice hole in the wall, Shawshank style. <laughs> Super Shawshank style. You think he had to crawl through some shit? Oh god yeah. damn it! I can't even like the idea of watching like a, a guy crawl through a tube. If I was watching something like that before bed, I would. I know I would have nightmares about claustrophobic fucking. That Shawshank stuff. scene is pretty rough. Yeah, that ain't good, man. On, on his elbows, he crawls that fucking train. Yeah, through the fucking Dookie Trail, man. I, ain't I would rather crawl. just be in prison. I think. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Ooh. Fucking candy cane to the neck. Candy cane shank. If you're ever going to murder someone, it should be with either... It's funny that Christmas does have two of the best murder weapons, a, a, candy, a sharpened candy cane and an icicle, because you could just eat the evidence. Of course. It's done. There's no fingerprints on your feces that's when they come genius. out. Right? Jack Frost definitely used that in his movie as well to kill somebody. I mean, he used his carrot to rape and his icicle to he kill. He sure did. He sure mm-hmm. did. I'm glad you watched Jack Frost. I would have picked that. Yeah, I would have picked that if you didn't. (laughs) It's a great movie. (laughs) It really was. Ended up being like super fun, and uh, 
fucked up. <laughs> I was going to pick Jack Frost 2, because there is a Jack Frost 2, but it's not really Christmassy. He just kind of goes to a resort. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> the snowman in a in a tropical resort. Also probably filmed on a soundstage and super cheap. Who's this other girl? Um... Ooh. Are we talking about the woman on the video camera screen right now getting railed? <laughs> Um, I do not know who that is. That person escapes me. That's but. weird. I don't think you've ever said that before. <laughs> I was a little distracted by her film within a film right there. Right. Uh-huh. Here we go. Oh, man. Everybody, they're like teasing the whole attic scene. Yeah, that's like such a thing as a guy who just found out what frogging is, frogging with a PH. Um, that idea is fucking terrifying, man. Just someone living in your goddamn house. Can you imagine? Yeah. I, I mean, I've heard so many, like, urban legends slash true stories, which to me, an ur- urban legend is definitely a true story, about shit <laughs> that, and yes, like, I don't see how you ever recover from that, like, if somebody was hiding and living in your house. And it's the randomness of it, too. I mean, I've known some, I've had some female friends that kind of had stalkery boyfriends and ex-boyfriends, but this is just a random motherfucker in your house. That's just like being stalked outside the house. Yeah, just living there, like, it just seems insane. I mean, it'd be good for me because I don't, you know, I don't like food, so he'd he'd starve to death. Yeah, because he'd eat all of your food. Like, I don't know who this angel is eating all the food in here. (laughs) Or he would leave within a minute because he'd be like, this motherfucker got fucking the most boring shit in the world. (laughs) Wait, no sauces in this fucking house. I'm out of here. And, like, how do you, how, I mean, it's just, how can you just stay quiet? Like, how can you just do, I guess you, I guess they have to leave for long amounts of time. Like, they can't just be in your house all the time. I think they just are Is silent that, when you're is home? I mean, but I mean, you have a teenager. Like a teenager does not know how to be quiet, and you know from having a house, a smaller house. Like my house is is very old. It was built in like the fifties, so you could hear a fucking mouse fart in this goddamn house if it happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's but. why I don't get it. Like I feel like they have to leave, like when the house is mostly what, occupied. Yeah, but then you got to bounce right before they get home, and that's probably in the daytime. I don't know. It just seems like the situation has to be just right. But I feel like in a basement, you could really, you could really live in a basement because it's got a, the, the, the floors don't creak in a basement. You know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. could really be quiet in a basement. So the attic seems a little suspect to me. Yeah, they're doing the whole gimmick right now, aren't they? That'd be such a Ooh. damn it. That's some fucking Terry Funk. Uh, oh my putting god! A pl- putting a plastic bag on someone's head move right there. That's a. Uh, the night the line was crossed. Oh, he was not fucking around. Oh, my God. Motherfucker likes an eyeball. Back of her head. Shank, shank, shank. Rip your eyeball out. You dead. That's pretty Pop good. Pop, Pop that eye right in the mouth. That was a big thing in Japan for a while. Licking lick eyeballs. Apple. Like licking eyeballs. It became a big deal over there. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. I think it led to, like, a big pink eye uh, outbreak in Japan in, like, the early 2010s because, like, young people were, like, licking each other's eyeballs. Yeah. I'm not going to say I've never licked someone's eyeball, but it was not in a sexual way. It was in a more of a curious way. And they were sleeping. No, I'm just kidding. But it, <laughs> they were awake, but it was just a see. Well, 
Have you ever had your eyeball licked or no? I mean, unless I was asleep. Oh, shit. Well, you don't know what you're missing. I assume. I was the licker and not the licky. Also, I assume. I mean, I can touch it. It's like I've worn contacts for like 100 years. Oh, shit. Santa just ate it. That was a lot of blood. Um, so, I mean, I can poke around pretty comfortably in my eyes. So, I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Well, there you go. Keep it in the keep it on the bucket list. So, how do you feel about Santa's fake Santa's mall Santa's? Did you think a mall Santa was a real Santa as a young person? No, no. no I I don't remember ever truly believing in Santa. Just going along. Oh, I'm at an ad, so you might want to pause it. Okay. Um, just going along with the gimmick, basically, because um, we'd always I mean, buy I, our presents every year. Me and my right. brother. My mom always used to be like, that's like his helper. He like, he kind of was like a rat. My mom kind of explained him like, oh, he's a rat. Like, he'll, he'll, if, you're, if you're bad today at the mall, if you touch shit at like the store, the, the, the fucking, <laughs> if you touch shit at Macy's, Santa's going to watch and he's going to report back to real Santa. I was like, all right. Yep. I, don't, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I'll keep my You tell these, you use Santa to your advantage in a parenting situation. Yeah, you if, don't want Santa to use you. As long as you can. Right, as long as you can. Just pass all that shit off to Santa. But see, yeah. like, with my kid, I wasn't keeping up the pre- pretense for, like, his whole childhood. So, we got it all the way. <laughs> Not early, but, like, a good amount. <laughs> you ever run into people that, like, they're te- they tell you that they're still, like, doing Santa Claus, and you're like, man, your kid seems way too old to be fucking still believing in Santa Claus. Like, my, oh, my, yeah. my, my, my wife's brother was like, I don't even know. I, he's like motherfucker nineteen. I don't know if he. I don't know if he still knows. <laughs> like a kid's dumb as shit. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, some people like really believe for a way longer than you think it could be possible. And I don't want to. You know, I would never want to take that away. You know, from another kid. So it's never anything that. You know, I would fuck with because some parents are super into it, like, like their kid is, and that's where they get it. Mm. Kind of like infantilizing your kid to keep them young. Okay, play. Yeah, basically. So I love this chick, man. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I'm a huge fan. I think she's the best. So I really only know her from, um, like, your... What, uh, that's not movie the, the only movie shoots. Uh, Final Destination 3, The Thing remake. Um, the, that people saw. <laughs> How dare you? Um, I don't know. She was in that Birds of Prey show that I'm sure you watched. No, I did not watch that show. No, she was like a Batgirl, Oracle, one of those people. Yeah, I don't know her big uh, Batgirl movie, but... and Oracle are the same person, but yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> I don't know which version she was in Birds of Prey. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's. Listen, I'll be. I'll. I'll pull my nerd card out. I might know something. I think it was Oracle in Birds of Prey, not Batgirl, because she got her back broken by not the, jo- the Joker. Yeah. Ooh, see? Joker's breaking backs, killing Robin. That guy's really harsh on Batman's friends, I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah, he pretty much hates Batman and everybody <laughs> associates with this whole gimmick. Uh, that's the gimmick? I didn't know. Um, 
the uh, the girl on the couch, she was in uh, Final Destination Three, which was also a which was a James Wong movie, the partner of Glenn Morgan. So Glenn Morgan, the director of this, dir- created Tombs on the X Files. That was his creation in the season of X Files. Yeah, one of the and best. He, yeah, he was the writer of that, and then he did um, uh, the Willard remake, and then he did this, and then wow, his I career. Like Willard a lot. I really yeah, I mean, I'll take that. any kind of killer animal movie. Oh, see this. So now the killer here is jaundice, and I kind of like that little thing. So it kind of reminded me of Sin City with the yeah. uh, that that yellow bastard. Do you remember that yeah. part of Sin City? Yeah, yeah. So I like that he's bright yellow. Um, <laughs> he's jaundice baby always to cheer up. <laughs> he's so yellow, just a yellow little boy. Oh, yeah, but that girl was in Final Destination 3, which was James Wong's movie. It's funny that these guys created Final Destination, but their directing careers have kind of both ended outside of TV. And they were both a part of the X-Files reboot, but, you know, these guys should have had much better careers. I don't really know why. I think this movie really fucked this guy over. I know Harvey, Harvey Weinstein cut the fuck out of this movie and made him put gore in and scenes in that they didn't want to put in and it was a big deal which is you know typical for that piece of shit so this movie got real fucked over by uh being a uh, miramax movie hmm. what's your favorite christmas cookie um, you know those really uh trash ones from the grocery store that are like <laughs> super soft and frosted <laughs> i'm aware yeah yeah, those are good. All right. Do you know what an Anazette cookie is? No. Is this some uh, Italian shit? I'm assuming they're a super Goomba, Ginzo shit. Yeah, they're uh, they're just kind of a regular cookie, but they have like an Anazette frosting on top that are really what good. What is Anazette? I've never heard of this. Anazette? It's a liquor. Oh. Like an anise? It's a... I, I know what anise is. Yeah, it's like an anise liquor. It's like Sambuca-ish. Yeah, it's kind of like Sambuca. Well, Sambuca's the real... Well, it's like licorice. Yeah, yeah. It's like black licorice, not, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like that. Oh. Um, but if you cook a it, black listen, licorice cookie. Listen. <laughs> you go to the store, you Don't buy some wait. fucking Anazette tomorrow, you look it up, you make them for, your, for someone on Christmas you and tell me. You've never seen that in the store. What? You've never <laughs> seen Anazette in the store? You think I don't know from cookies? If there's a cookie in the store, I'm fucking trying it. Well, they, no, you got to make them yourself, dude. That's why. you got to make the Anazette cookie. Well, I've never heard of it, so. Well, look it up online. They have this thing called the Internet. they got the, all the bakings on there right now. You look it up, and you make them, you send them to me. Because I don't get them anymore because my mom's dead, so she can't make them anymore. But, you know, they were a staple of, of Christmas in my house. And my mom was even Italian, but she, you know, learned from my, my grandma, so my father's mother, so. Good shit, man. I think you'd like them. I think you're shitting on them a little bit, but like the idea of vodka sauce sounds weird when you think about it, but then when you have it, you're like, that shit rules. So mm. give it a try. Yes, give please. it a try. Okay. Are you an eggnog person? Fuck no. Yeah. Right? Eggnog's good for like one sip, and then it's the most repulsive thing in the fucking world. I don't fuck with eggnog. Oh, it's so gross. In way, shape, or form. It just sounds like you're going to like it, but then you, and you just hate it. So this seems like a very big like nightmare, right? You're trapped under the bed hiding, and then the person in front of you gets murdered, and you, and you have to stay hidden, and you, you have to stay quiet. And you're a little jaundiced boy. You're a little, you're a little yellow boy. 
<laughs> Look like Bart Simpson under the fucking bed. Oh, and yellow. And shit. I'm make a Simpson joke early. <laughs> but also, him might get triggered. So. <laughs> uh, who's a yellow superhero? Um, yellow Lantern. That's a guy. Yeah, he's so yellow. He's really yellow. <laughs> Heroes a little. <laughs> Wait, what? Hero's a little strong for the yellow lanterns. Well, it's better than that little eyeball guy who's in the Green Lantern Corps, right? He's just a fucking eyeball. I like that guy. <laughs> well, I feel like this movie, this, the, the the villain of this movie would love that guy because this guy's obsessed with eyeballs. He's he obsessed. is obsessed. Why is that? Um, I guess because he's watching. He's always watching. He's seeing. It's, uh, yeah, well, you... see right there. This is the biggest crawl space I've ever seen under someone's fucking porch. Fair I don't cool. really... Yeah, I don't inspect them, but I feel like it's pretty big. Like, just think of how much backstory we're getting for this goddamn movie. <laughs> it's a lot because I don't know what the fuck is happening. Uh, his mother and father, his father was being, he liked his father. His father was the only one that was nice to him. His mom was cheating on him and thought he was a gross yellow boy, so she ignored him. And uh, he saw the, the boyfriend kill the father, so now they're chasing him. And they've cornered him in the attic now, in the strangest attic that has a little um, stairwell up there. And now he's trapped it's up there. It's all of the same house as the sorority. That is correct, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now, now you're caught up. So now they're just kind of hanging out. And that's like a whole thing where they celebrate that that happened. So every year they make a Christmas present for Billy. That's like a right. sorority thing. So. Oh, okay. Billy, uh, Billy is kind of based on Edmund Kemper, the serial killer. I don't know if you know that guy. Ed Kemper, yeah. A little yep. bit infamous. Yeah, I know a little bit. He was a genius, actually. Yeah, yeah. A giant man as well. And a yes, genius. A and a, yeah. Very um, charismatic. Yeah, from what they say, just really. Um, just yeah, to yeah. He fucks with people a lot. Yeah, I, that was a lot of mother issues, too. That was kind of what he said was like, once really his. Because he killed a lot of women, and once he killed his mom, he said, "All right, I'm done." Done. <laughs> He's like, "I and did then it." He, I... Yeah, and then he just he just tells everybody everything. Like he, you know, it's like some serial killers are just like, you know, like gonna be mysterious and you know whatever. No, Tipper just tells you, like, this is what happened. This is what I did. Mm-hmm. Whatever, moving along. There's a, a death metal band called Macabre that sings nothing. All their songs are about serial killers, and they have a song called Edmund Kemper Had a Horrible Temper. <laughs> and uh, he did. He sure did. <laughs> Is it America. Edmund or Edward? I think, it's, I think it's Edmund, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. Okay. Um, I know they mentioned him in American Psycho, too. No, they, they, they steal his it line. Is Edmund. Edmund Emile. Emile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a serial killer name right there. Murdered 10 people, including a 15-year-old girl and his own mother and her best friend. Yeah, he was real into uh, the removal of the head and the fucking of the head. He was. The skull fucking, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Him him and his mama had a lot of good times, you know? Yeah, yeah. Seems like it was a blast growing up in that household. I mean, you could kind of see this whole backstory is kind of exactly. I mean, instead of, I guess, instead of uh, fucking head they just have him take the eye out but uh right, yeah. I, the movie is young we might get an eye fucking or a skull fucking who knows i like so 
so this is like a thing with the whole serial killer genre that has basically kind of sprung up from, I guess, from podcasts. Um, you know, people romanticizing people writing letters and being obsessed with the Ted Bundy or a Dahmer. But like Kemper, I I would have some like some of these serial killers. I would have like some genuine empathy for, you know, and empathy for what created them, not for what they did to, to other people. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Well, that's one thing that it is gross and disgusting. Uh, it is gross and disgusting what they did, but they are a human being and it sounds insane because that's the thing that shows that you're a real normal human being is that you could actually look at things from other sides of the of the spectrum, if it be it uh, this just that we're talking about emotionally and psychologically and just uh, even politically or anything like that, like to say, hey, OK, but he was at one time a baby. And we were all babies. So there was a path before he became a monster that something happened from this to this. I don't romanticize him. I think it's disgusting. If I ever, if he was alive and I got to meet him and I had a chance to fucking cut his dick off and shove it down his throat, I would do it because there's enough people killing women. We don't need more people killing women. But like you said, where do you go? How do you get from there to there? And how do you not have empathy for what? took place to break this fucking human to this monster, you know? Right, because, I mean, I'm not, again, not romanticizing, there's no praise or anything, or any kind of, you know, like, off the hook, but I can see how with some of the child childhoods that some of these guys had, like, some of it was not, like, I don't want to say not their fault, but, like, they didn't know any better. Like, they didn't know anything but, like, violence and fucked up shit. But then, you know, there are a lot of people who come from that who do know better, you know? And use it for good and do good things and counsel people. Exactly. So it it muddies the waters, but yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with them dying a horrible death in prison, being murdered. No. No. But you do wonder, like I said, like, that was a baby, and then it became a monster. Yeah, it is sort of tragic. I mean, for the victims, of course, but for the for the killer, too. Uh, play. Okay. We got some staircase fucking going on right now. Nice. In, ni- in 1982. On this fucking carpet. Ugh. I like you get to see, like, an older lady fucking in this movie about teen girls. I mean, that's a, that's a bold move for 2006. Nice. Yeah, right? So I think he is impotent. The the, the he's a uh, the the dad the, the boyfriend's a drunk, so he's not able. Ah, oh, oh, oh. So she's pissed. It looks like she's had some issues, yeah. Yeah, she don't like that because I think she wants to procreate with this just to get another baby because this guy's a fucking sack of shit upstairs. The yellow boy didn't do it for her, you know. Fucking Fry from Futurama is not what she intended her son to look How like. How dare you? <laughs> He is young. Trauma is a hero and a national treasure. Right. So is this woman who's about to uh, drop trow, I believe, in front of her millhouse looking son. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, uh, she's yeah. not trying to. No. Oh, oh yeah. No. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, oh, no. Nine months later. Is that the best sex scene ever? No. Just cuts, cuts to nine months later. Oh. 
<laughs> Incest is best, they always say, right? See, um, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This child had no choice. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, well, uh, well, this child does, but we'll see about the guy in the wheelchair. I mean. <laughs> In the rocking chair. I don't know if fucking on a rocking chair is even that feasible, to tell you the truth. I mean, you might have more, more experience than I do, but... I mean, how many people have fucked on the Cracker Barrel rocking chair? <laughs> well, I mean, that's public, so... Public, Probably if you will. Um, but, like, after hours. Do they close? Are they one of those places that never closes, like uh, the Waffle no, House? they close, but usually, you know, it's going to be lit up. It's definitely going to be lit up when you're banging on it. Like that. <laughs> so there, there are cuts between, like, the flashbacks and and modern times are very abrupt. Yeah, it's not evenly paced out. Like, you're losing... Because like, you, you're, you're supposed to get into these girls. Like, you're supposed to... You're supposed to get... These are the people I need to care about, and you just spent twenty yeah. fucking minutes on the fucking killer of the movie. Right. I get it, but yeah. come on, like, also They're you have like more time on that origin story and building yeah. it up than, than on the victims here. Yeah, especially when you have like four like super beautiful chicks just hanging out. Like, I'm just let's hang out with them for a little while longer. Let's watch Buffy's well, little sister. Nothing, so they're a little bit boring. So. Well, I mean, I think that catches the vibe of a Christmas vacay. Just kind of, you're the last people on campus hanging out. It's a sorority. <laughs> doing hot girl shit. I mean, this is they're just doing hot girl shit. Just talking, gossiping. Trachtenberg, Trachtenberg is the resident um, serial killer. Like, she has the knowledge. Like, she's got the, uh, she's the uh, my favorite murderer kind of chick in this group. She's heard all the podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre-podcast existing. I mean, I'm sure they existed, but in a very nascent form. Well, no, the internet didn't come out to 2000. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Winston upstairs. She, uh, she's doing a little bit of a Virginia accent, if I remember, in this movie, which is kind of funny, because she is from, I think, the South, but, like, very marginal little bits of an accent. What's a uh, Virginia accent sound like? I don't know, man. I don't know like this. Like, is that like a sling blade guy? Is he from Virginia? Oh, shit. Boom. That's, <laughs> oh, you set me up for it. God damn it. Uh, you got You me. failed. I you failed that failed. one. By mistake. I screwed a doop. <laughs> that is a crazy concept to think that, like, all of a sudden there's a tree, a present. On, I guess that is the concept of Santa Claus. <laughs> But <laughs> there is a present under your tree that was not supposed to be there. My mom was pretty smart. Creepy. with presents. Hmm? It was creepy when those Santa just put all those presents under there for me. Yeah. My mom was really smart in that all the presents came from, like, her and, and my old man. And then, like, one was from Santa. You know, like, so, like, when I had to, yeah, like, when I had to find out he didn't exist, it wasn't like, ah, like, what a shame. It's like, all yeah, right. Why does Santa have mom's handwriting as well? It's an interesting question. <laughs> also, we didn't have a fireplace growing up, so I was told he had a set of keys. Mm-hmm. That opened okay. all the doors. I was like, all right. Interesting. But my sister once told me. Did it show up in any of the legends? 
funnily yeah, anymore. You don't see him like a janitor with a fucking set yeah, of keys. Yeah, there's never but, any, any keys. But kids are dumb, so just keep lying to them and they'll believe it. Yeah. He's just a giant janitor in red, like Schneider from One Day at a Time, just hanging out, going through everyone's fucking apartments. <laughs> My sister once told me that she saw the Easter Bunny in our in our house, and that she saw him. Your and sister then, was famously terrible, so yeah. Yes, like like to torture me. And she said she saw the uh, she saw him coming up the stairs, and the the shadow of his ears turned into horns, and she realized that it was the devil. So she told me that the Easter Bunny is actually the devil. So that was just you. Did I believe that? Oh, that I was the devil? <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> I, it's, it's funny. Like I like the Christmasness of this because uh, I'm sure you, you, you catch the Hallmark Lifetime Christmas movies every now and then. You put them on for the kitsch Do factor, not. I'm sure. No, no, never? Do not. I've I like that shit like the plague. I cannot with any of that. Oh, I'll pop them on in its background noise when I'm just cleaning the okay. house or something. Yeah, I think they were interesting to look at. And there's literally no no inch of those movies that doesn't have Christmas decorations. Like, the the set design to make one of those fucking movies is, like, even this movie. There's just lights everywhere. Like, someone worked really hard to make this movie. It is, yes. Christmas movie. I just can't imagine, like, putting on, like, Hallmark as background. When, like, horror movies exist. Well, because I have to... I can't just put something on streaming. It takes me an hour and a half just to watch a real movie, but it also takes me two hours to pick a background noise movie, so I just put on the TV. And it's either The Office or I randomly will throw on, like, well, Lifetime. Because I like Lifetime regular movies a lot. So now that it's Christmas time, I naturally go to Channel 45, and they're on. And I'm just like, yeah, hey, whatever. I'll watch some of these weird Canadian actors and some crazy sets, and it's just ridiculous. I ain't got a problem with that. I mean, I'm fucking cleaning. Set up shop in somebody's attic and look out the telescope. I'd rather do that. Did you ever have a telescope? I know you love space. I do love space. I always wanted a telescope. Never got one. I mean, if you get a telescope, it's for peeping. It's not for fucking, you know, to see fucking Orion's no. belt. Well, like, no one's looking yeah. at Orion's belt, dude. No, I would look at Orion's belt and then, you know, naked neighbors. The, the stepdaddy across the street take off his belt. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of always wanted a, a telescope, but all my neighbors were insanely yeah. old people and uh, weren't really much for peeping on. Yeah, I lived all around my family, so <laughs> I was, was going to be well, peeping on anybody. I just wanted from, to see aliens, that's all. I mean, you're from Alabama. That shouldn't stop anybody, but... <laughs> Do you like how aged up they made this woman after her baby was born? Yeah. Like, well, she wasn't she's... too bad. I guess it's been like 10 years, but she wasn't so bad when she was uh, procreating with her yellow boy son. With her, but... with her son. Yeah, yeah. I think that probably uh, That'll age a person. Her. Yeah, a little bit. That'll be a gray garden or a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, or... <laughs> wow. And the little girl is just... What? prisoner now like Ooh, look at billy he's hiding behind the tree yeah she just kind of this is just her wife oh god you ever light up a cigarette off the stove and burn your eyebrows off no because i've never had gas anything like stuff flies or like you know um so wait no fire comes out of it no, i just had electric shit never oh had really? any gas powered appliances 
wow, I've never had an electric anything like that. That's interesting. It's not good. You think and you can light a cigarette. terrifying. You know, like, to me, the thought of a gas stove was always terrifying because I would be afraid that it would leak and I wouldn't know. And then well, I'd the craziest scared. thing is that there's a fire in your stove all, all yes. year round, always, just a little tiny That's flame. crazy to me. Which is keeping you alive because if it goes yes. out, you die. Yes. Anyone in, like, I, I have one in my basement, too. Like, I don't know why we would set up that system. Right. But, I mean, heat is important, but, like, and why I don't are more know people not dying of that? Yes. Yeah, it's, it is scary when you think about it. And now that I have, like, my own house and I see the furnace go on when I'm in the basement and I just go, this thing just has a fire all the time? That's, that, like, my mind just can't comprehend it. Like, in any way, shape, or form. Oh, God damn. That's an eyeball, eyeball popping out the back of the head right there. Oh. There's a lot of the ocular trauma. The has his revenge. I mean, this is like a Lucio Fulci movie with a fucking amount of eye trauma going on. Ooh, beating the death with a fucking rolling pin. That's a good move right there. Good. After you got choked out with Christmas lights. <laughs> Have you ever swung a rolling pin at someone like an old Italian lady in the in the fifties? <laughs> oh, this! <laughs> I would be the rolling pin murderer. Oh shit! It's good because you can penetrate someone with it and beat them with it. That's a, that's the best weapon. I feel like he's going to penetrate his mom in some way. Um, he's taking yeah. Christmas cookie flesh cookie oh. Christmas off her. <laughs> God this damn! Has nothing to do with the original movie. There was the original black. Christmas is not like this. I'm there was an epi- epidermis fucking gingerbread cookies being made. <laughs> it was boring until the fucking end. Yeah, except for the guy screaming that like cunt and saying he was gonna rape those girls over the phone. It was pretty, uh, pretty much a, a languid movie. And this is just straight up fucking just <laughs> just insanity. Not expecting uh, the flesh Christmas cookies. Um, <sighs> Kind of love that. Well, having a little snack. Do you remember the fa- <laughs> Do you remember the famous German the story of the German cannibal? Yeah. Where he put in, well, he put an ad out for someone so that he could eat them. That does sound familiar. It was about like fifteen twenty years ago. He put an ad in the paper saying, "I want someone that'll willingly let me yeah. kill them and eat them." Yeah. And the guy came and answered the ad and came to his house and he hung him upside down. He sliced off his dick first and he got real bummed because when he tried to cook the dick, it became unedible. Because the dick isn't like flesh. It's all like blood vessels and shit. And well, like, why would you go directly for the penis? Well, I think that was, you know, that was like, that's the, the forbidden fruit. That's the foie gras of the, the cannibal. But if you, know. you want to eat human flesh, would you not research this and realize that that is not going to be edible? <laughs> Besides the cookbook from Twilight Zone, are there a lot of books about cooking human flesh that this guy would know that? I feel like there's probably some research you can do. Like, um, choices cut of meat, and then you find out where that might be located on any given animal, and then you do their, you know, corresponding muscle systems to a human. Real, <laughs> real quick, there was the Sarah McLaughlin poster in that girl's room, which I think rules, but... I think his eating of that body was more, there was a sexual element to the eating, not just the, I want to eat. I want, like, if he really just wanted to have a good meal, you know, he could just, 
I think he wanted to be because they ate, they they drank wine together and they talked and hung out. So he got to know the guy before he ate. So I think it was like an intimate thing, and then just kind of botched the uh, the cooking. Plus, he was in Germany, so who knows what kind of internet they had in two thousand four. But yeah, um, he did cook it with like olive oil and some basil. Oh basil. no, the guy the, the guy's name was Basil. He cooked it with basil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a bet. That's a that's a basil joke. I like basil jokes. <laughs> this guy's being real rough with uh, Cassidy here. He was in that video too. <laughs> that was her friend, actually. Mm, I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, she was in a show called Harper's Island, which was a really cool slasher TV show that only lasted one season on CBS. They tried to do a they, they tried She's to do a slasher. Best actor. But... Hmm. She's not the best actress. Um. Yeah, she doesn't have to be. She's fucking hot as hell. So the chick that you just saw, the girl who the, the older woman, she's married to the director, and she was also in the X Files as well, and and Millennium, my favorite show. Kristen Cloak, she was also in a uh, Final Destination. I know you hate hearing what people are in, but you should know that I she. Do. Uh... Yes. Don't you think the eyeballs are about to remove from this poster, and the guy's eyes are going to pop in behind him? <laughs> Somebody like old... the eyeballs out of that poster, yes. Well, you know, like back in old mystery movies, the eyes would disappear and the guy <laughs> would stare at you through a painting. But instead, it uh, looks like a, a thumbtack is being removed. So this is supposed to be like our clue that he is in their house. Right. Is that the first inclination? Or do we know? No, we know that he's in there. I guess we knew that, but he's getting closer. What kind of house has walls that a guy can put his head right up against the fucking... Like, is there literally five feet between the walls? Like, it doesn't look like it from that little angle right there. Yeah, Are you over the movie? Like a, like a big, like, sort of bungalow-looking house, sort of. I just don't know why they would have enough room for a dude to be roaming through. Like, if, like none of the walls in my house have space for a man to live behind, that I know of, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, you don't know. You know the TV movie Bad Ronald from the 70s? No. Ooh, check it out. Boy, mom, kind of a similar story. A boy whose mom is, uh, t- kind of takes care of him and treats him, infantilizes him. He, he's super nerd. He accidentally kills a young girl on his way home from school, and the mom hides him in the house behind a fake wall and feeds him. But then the mom dies, and a new family moves in. Shit. Yeah, so now he spies on the family, which just conveniently enough has three teenage daughters, and he becomes obsessed with them, and he has this whole world that he... Oh, it's, a, it's a great fucking movie. Check it out if you ever get a chance. Bad Ronald. I thought it was just about Ronald McDonald. So. <laughs> this is it. his origin story, is what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> and grimaces his penis after he masturbates to the young girls. Big purple-headed warrior. I think this movie is annoying me just because like all these characters seem really dumb. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes movies, horror movies make the mistake of going, it doesn't matter if we characterize these people because people just want to see them die anyway. But I still have to spend an hour with these motherfuckers, so you gotta make me, I have to enjoy my time with them, right? I mean, that's the goal, but I think Winston All they've here. done is sit around and sigh and roll their eyes and be on the phone. So, like... 
Yeah, I think Winstead and the the mom, the house mom, are the two like most yeah, characters the most that we active. care about. Like literally, she just rolled her eyes inside. <laughs> like, that's all they do. Look at Cassidy's over there, just like lolling by the window, just like uh, what's that? Watching, watching it snow, baby. <laughs> well, that girl just vomited, so that's a good thing. All right, well, there's some action. <laughs> God. Vomiting in Christmas, do like have you ever vomited in the snow? Yes I have. <laughs> nice. That's a good no, that's that's a part of being a Christmas. That's like the season. You gotta puke a nice Guinness puke when it's all black and shit and you just projectile vomit right out in the snow. Well my buddy my buddy Jeff was the king of that. It was great. I think he had an old I, I rode uh from Alabama to Ohio. The banjo on your knee? In the in the backseat of a car for like fifteen hours. Jeez. And when we got to our destination, it was night and it was snowing. And I got on the porch and I was like, I do not feel good and then I puked right in the snow. <laughs> what was in there? Um, Denny's from the room. So like a like a what's this thing? The Grand Slam. Grand Slam. Nice. <laughs> you hit it back out of the uh, back into the park with that one. Um, uh, sure did. So there was no booze. This is just a uh, car sick. No, no, just car sick, and uh, it was in front of complete strangers. Hmm. This was for uh, a, a swingers party, I take it. It was. It was my mm-hmm. first swingers party. What a move. Um, hey, at least you, you got to make yourself stand out in front of those things. Like, Yeah, I, I didn't get any action that night. Well, your keys were covered in vomit, so no one wanted to grab them out of the fishbowl. Yeah. Really ruined it for me. Did you have to, like, look at it in the snow for the remainder of the weekend while you were at the place you were at? Like, oh, Luckily, yep. it was behind the bushes. <laughs> so someone went to walk their dog, and he just keeps trying to get behind the bushes, and then you're know, like, don't know why. Have you ever tried to hide a vomit? Mm. No, because I, I complain too much and cry and scream. Like, I just fucking hate throwing up so much. There's no way that nobody knows I throw up. Well, nobody, no way they don't know. Females are not known for their discretion with regurgitation. No. Um, it's so terrible. <laughs> it, I once... I once vomited at a girlfriend's dorm and didn't – I went to run out of the dorm room into the hallway and tried to puke out the window, realizing it was sealed shut. This is in Hunter College in New York. So I went – I looked at the apartment across from hers and just picked up the floor mat and puked under it and tried to cover it with the floor mat, not realizing that puke just would ooze out of it. <laughs> so all of my vomit just oozed out from underneath the floor mat, and I had to keep – I had to run to the bathroom and start grabbing paper towels and then running back and grabbing the vomit and running to the, the bathroom in the dorm to hide it because I was not supposed to be drinking at the time for my girlfriend's sake because I was a, you know, that was a contingent of our getting back together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I just puked and uh, had to run back and forth. Uh, someone saw me doing it, and I did the thing you're supposed to do when you get caught doing something wrong, which is scream at the person catching you. Of course, yeah. Going, what the fuck? Can you believe these people? They're animals in this dorm, animals. 
as I'm running. And then uh, I thought I got away with it, and I walked back into the dorm, and my girlfriend's like, why do you vomit all of your beard? And I went, oh, didn't look in the goddamn mirror. <laughs> and a long trip back to New Jersey. Um, but yeah. Uh, the breaker box is another thing in, in in your house that terrifies you, right? Like, what the fuck is going on in there? It, it's it's confusing because it's mislabeled. Uh, <laughs> always, right? Always mislabeled. Yes, always. Like, why? Why? It's very easy. Like, I don't get it. Somebody lived here before me also. So, like, why didn't you fix it? This is a pretty goddamn sweet shower for a, a dorm situation. It's kind of large. Double, it's, it's got double-headed. It's a double-headed shower. Oh, well, you got to get two girls in the shower then. Oh, my God. This is the most erotic thing I've ever thought of. This girl's I'm glad there's tiles for you, like, literally coming <laughs> off of the floor. Once again, that's not how floors work. The tile is not... You cannot just pop your head up against the bottom of a tile. Like the whole floor would fucking fall into the next, uh, the downstairs ground. I guess you could maybe do like one. Yeah, I mean, you could cut a hole in the plywood underneath and the this, but come on, like. I like that. Also, what's he standing on? He's got multiple tiles that he could check this shit out, too. Oh my god, he does. I mean, this girl is pretty goddamn hot, so maybe you would make extra holes to get a chance. This is a pretty weirdly subtle. Like, if you're gonna have a nude scene, right? Like, what are you doing here? Tasteful. It's tasteful. She gets naked in uh, Final Destination Three. She's one of the uh, tanning booth murder uh, deaths in Final Destination Ooh, Three. If you remember those sets. Yes. Set to uh, oh god, roller coaster of love. Which is funny, because that's the song that's famously in the original version, not the Chili Peppers bullshit version. Which is amazing, because it was in the Beavis and Butthead movie, but uh, apparently a woman was murdered in the studio. I don't know if you ever heard that rumor. No. Yes, there's a scream right in the beginning, or the end, I forget, of uh, Roller Coaster of Love, and apparently it's a murder happening live, caught on tape. Yeah, that seems likely. (laughs) Well, the chick who did the... Uh, the Rolling Stones uh, thing died the night after she recorded that. I don't know if you ever heard that story. The blue one? Give, uh, Give Me Shelter, the song Give Me Shelter, was like, just a night away. That song, like, they called her up. She was a famous singer. She was pregnant at yeah. the time. Oh, no, she didn't die. She lost her baby that night. Oh. So they called, yeah, they called her in at, like, 3 a.m. They're like, you got to sing this. you got to sing this. She came in. She sang it. You heard that fucking song. It's one of the best vocals ever in fucking rock yes. history. And, uh, yeah, it caused her baby to fucking shit out her vagina and die. So, it's, uh, there's a lot of yep, casualties to that song right there. Well, I'll never like that song again. <laughs> fucking hell. I feel like you're, I feel like you're fucking with me for that story. That's a goddamn random ass thing to make up, my friend, but sure. <laughs> well, it's you, so. <laughs> if I was going to make it up, I'd, I'd, I'd name, like, you know, I'd, I'd bring up like Poland's prostitute disfigurement band and say that they did that in their song but no I'm, I'm bringing up the stone so it's got to be true that does sound right yeah yeah you should check out prostitute disfigurement though there is a song called black xmas by the band venom who's con- kind of considered one of the first black metal bands they have a song called black metal they're not really they're like just kind of a british thrash band but they do have a song called black X- xmas which is really good they've just finding eyeballs everywhere <laughs> the most non sequitur I've ever heard in a podcast. 
Your favorite band, Guar, has a Christmas song, by the way. How's it go? It's a stripper Christmas summer weekend, it's called. That's right, yes. It's on Bloody Pit of Horror. It's a, it's a good song. It's about how it's Christmas every day for strippers, and uh, they fuck Santa at the end of it. It's really good. It's a good song. They didn't play that one when I saw them. <laughs> well, you saw them in the summertime, I believe, so you got to wait for a December show. to. Uh... No, it was freezing-ass cold. <laughs> yes, uh, 65 for you. It was in October. <laughs> 65 for you. Once again, big crawl spaces. Mm-hmm. What do we need them for? Also, what what college serial killers and yeah. to bury bodies? Oh, Jesus Christ, Lacey Chabert, and just all kinds of trash. Apparently, your parents were murdered in a car crash. Oh, that's part of your fun. <laughs> <laughs> now she's got to deal with this. Also, getting X out of the Family Guy too—that's not a great thing. A garden rake. That probably... already seems a little early for her. Yeah. yeah, that's not great in the back of the hem like that. I don't think a garden rake would go into your clothes, though. That's a lot of things too. Like so either. Yeah, that's like adult. Like a lot of stuff like that. Like I have an axe in my, my my shed right now, and if you hit me with it, it's not going to cut anything off. It's the dullest fucking thing in the world. Like. I think axes are uh, axes are given a little more uh, weight than they uh, they deserve in the horror movies. Hmm. What's your favorite axe murder? Was it uh, pieces? Hmm. What's the scariest um, where you thought there might be an intruder or a ghost or something situation where you went into or? Like a cave, uh, an attic, a basement. Uh, <laughs> are there a lot of caves in Alabama? Well, I was walking last weekend, and I got really scared <laughs> in the cave. Uh, I learned the word Spelunker when I was a kid because I bought the worst Nintendo game ever called Spelunker. My mom's like, you don't want <laughs> Mega Man or Super Mario? I'm like, no. I'm gonna, I know this one's the right game. I saved $55 for this game, and it was the worst goddamn game. I think it's on the list of being one of the worst games ever. And uh, my mom's like, just buy the popular one, motherfucker. Why do you just got to go with the weirdest shit? I'll pass. <laughs> uh, anyway. I was like, I'm going to change the game. No one knows about this game. So Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, like... Like, not involving, like, a human element? Just, like... Well, not, like, a dangerous situation that I want to, like, okay. get... Okay. I want you to be bummed out remembering, but, yeah. like... No, I mean, it's usually, like... I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever been, like, legit scared like has, that. Has, has your kid ever been so convinced of something scary in his room in his basement that it got into your brain that oh shit maybe this kid ain't fucking around no no okay uh-uh. all right I, I guess it helps that i'm sort of a spooky bitch you know mm. like, i thought you're gonna say i hope i guess it helps that i'm dead inside but yeah spooky bitch well all, i mean that's what i meant but i <laughs> said <in a> cute <laughs> way <laughs> you know to where like i don't know i I would be much more afraid of, like, uh, a natural disaster or something. Like, cause oh, twist tornadoes. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. tornadoes are like my number one. Well, they were um, my number one fear. So, like, it's always been like more that than like. Now it's snakes. And in which the is funny, right? Of course, because I hate snakes. But which is funny because I believe in everything, right? So I like I believe in ghosts. I believe in aliens. I believe in Bigfoot. I believe in all the things. But yet, I don't know. Well, all right. So your biggest fear is getting eaten and becoming shit. But yes. if the last thing that happened to you was proof of a Bigfoot and he was going to eat you, would you be at peace knowing, well, at least I know there's a Bigfoot before I die? I think so, yes. Right? Yeah, right? I think so. I think it would take that level of, of you know, revelation for me to be okay with that. Like, as you were, you know, getting flossed out of his teeth. You'd be like, right. you know what? I do not mind. As long as I know for sure. Yeah, okay, that makes sense to me. It's like validation. I, you die validated. It, it sort of is. Like if uh, like if aliens were to abduct me, you know, and then like I end up on another planet, nobody ever knows what happened to me here. Kind of worth. It would suck to just be bred on the UFO and brought back, right? You want to be brought to the planet. You want to see the planet. You just want to get, like, bred for babies and go in a pod for nine months and then shit out an alien hybrid. You want to, like, I, like, can you just show me where you're from, please? I would try to negotiate and be like, look, let's just not do the whole baby thing. Like, I'm fixed. Like, you're not going to get much out of that. So, like, <laughs> let me do something else. What else you got on this ship besides yeah. breeding? Because I'll take a menial task. I'll, I can help you with other things. Like, let's do an anal probe. I don't know. Y'all seem to like that. Yeah, so, I'm down for fuck. I don't need to breed. Like, what's this yeah. fuck? Yeah. Yeah, maybe they're if, doing too if, much breeding. Maybe they don't know about the fucking, and you could right. you could bring fucking to the alien race. See, like, they just need some education. That's all they're, they're just seeking the knowledge of our people. And oh, they're just, you know, they're... They're obsessed with this hybrid situation, and I get it, but, like, we got to let that go. Jenny, the altruistic abductee. Like, you're bringing pleasure to this place. You're like, reading... I'm there for it. I'm there for the abduction. Like, let's just not, you know, do any stereotypical shit. I mean, you do know, though, if you just brought pure non-breading, non-breading, non-chicken cutting kind of fucking to the aliens – all their exploration's done. They're just fucking after that. Like, you're, you you destroy their whole plan by being like, you don't need to breed. You can just fuck. And they'd be like, oh, that's it. They would be like a teenage boy in puberty. That's all they'd be doing. But see, I feel like they don't have genitals. Mm. So that's probably where the fascination with the breeding comes in. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. I just feel like you'd really want to see that planet. Be like a real bummer just to just see the entire Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, well, I don't know. I'm sort of obsessed with spaceships, but that would be really cool. But, yes, I would want to see the planet for sure. And and the whole travel part. Like, how do y'all do that? How's that work? I think it's more of a wormhole thing. Oh, that's that's part of the fucking, too. It's the wormhole. (laughs) That chick just had a lot of drool. She Um, did have a ton of drool, but she was drunk as hell. I am a drool monster sometimes, man. Holy shit. How is the drool so cold? Why is it so cold when you touch it on the pillow? Well, it's because you've been drooling for, like, hours. It's subarctic, though. It's colder than the outside. It's, <laughs> it, 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 well. it, 
you've been breathing on it, you know? God damn it. It's so cold. It's kind of satisfying, though. But it's weird because I have a beard, so it's, it gets in the fucking facial hair, and then you smell it, and you got to, like, oh, that's do, like, awesome. a whole – yeah, you got to do, like, a face wash. But uh, the drool is the uh, the unfortunate part of, well, most of life, I guess. <laughs> I'm, never, I'm much more of a snorer than I am. Well, I mean, I've seen it in the Skype call. <laughs> I fall asleep on the Skype call, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, it's the rhythmic patterns of the of the snore that can ruin it for everyone else. If it's consistent, it doesn't matter. But the people that die for five seconds and then wake up, <laughs> that's the snoring that really you No, know, see, for me, like, I don't have, like, a sound thing. Or, like, if there's, like, a constant, like, beating, like, some sort of, I'm trying to think of an example, but, like, well, it's like an air conditioner. When an air conditioner is consistent, it doesn't bother you. But when they have those those power-saving ones where they turn off when it hits a certain temp mm-hmm. and then kicks back on, it's like, get the fuck out. Oh, shit. Winston just got murdered. Of it. Oh, shit. Oh, my Jesus. That's an icicle in the eye through the back of the head that we just saw. Oh, that was sick. Holy shit. Winstead got it. She got. Imagine trying to run away and you got to clean the shit off your the, the oh. ice off your car. You've never had to clean ice off of a car, I take it. Oh, uh, yeah, it gets frosty. Oh, frosty. <laughs> um, so, you know, like, when a cat licks themselves? That, mm-hmm. Like, noise, like, cadence of it? That kills me. That is literally my wife and my cat, Sabu, have the longest battle in this house of him licking and her losing her goddamn mind because of it. It she just won't me. stop. And the dog, I walk into the room and there's pillows everywhere because <laughs> she's yeah. just throwing pillows at them. And the dog has this thing about she wants to bite her paw for whatever reason. So she would be like going to town on her paw, like biting and licking it. And I'm just oh. like losing my mind. I get like, no. <laughs> I, I like a nice backlit killer. As well in a movie. It is like, nice. Who is this going to be? I think we saw that in Sweetwood Camp with Angela. When you didn't know it was Angela, mm-hmm. you got to see the backlit killer. Spoiler alert, this might be two people in this movie, not just one. It does seem that way. Oh, my God. Are we doing ice skates? Oh, fucking hell. Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> the thing about the kills in this movie is that the killer doesn't take any kind of like, like slow pleasure out of it. Like they are quick and brutal. There is no beat. It is abrupt and no, fucking. That's it is gory. It. You're dead. That is a skate. That that skate is sharp. That's like the back. This chick you yeah. would have thought would have been gone before Winstead trapped I'm her. She's still alive. Yeah. She ain't gonna be our final girl, is she? The That'd girl? be the best final girl ever. The girl who just slept and drooled on the pillow the whole time. I love it. It would be a change. <laughs> that would be great. Like a movie that the, the hero just survives because he was... Is this guy grabbing a titty? Yeah, okay. he just su- survives because, you know, I was passed out drunk upstairs the whole yeah. time. That'll I'm be sure the Rocket Martin <laughs> movie. Uh, like I slept through the whole murders and shit. Like, oh my God. Oh, fuck. Y'all didn't wake me up for the serial killer? Uh, I just get blamed for it anyway. Wind up in prison. Probably, yeah. 
<laughs> I just post bail and go to Canada, knock on Aaron George's door. <laughs> Take me in. I live here now, Aaron. <laughs> I can't even get to Canada because I have a fucking. I, have, I got a criminal record for shoplifting yeah. a gold a gold dust action figure, so I can't go to fucking Canada. I mean, I don't know if the statute of limitations is up on that, but the last time I, I tried to go, like, was it a felony? Well, because it's sorry, sorry for the mouth sound. Um, it is not in America, but in Canada, they had they do the equivalent. Oh. Mm-hmm. So something that is not here it could be there. So, and that was that was uh, argued down to a uh, uh, God damn it, what the fuck was it called? Uh, disorder, public dis- disturbance. Or, I don't know. It was some kind of crazy thing. It got shit you from getting in Canada. I don't think. That got me. I had to. I literally drove up there, and they said, "Go." Sorry, bro. I'm like, "All right." Yeah, I had to drive all the way back to uh, uh, the closest hotel in Maine, which was like three hours away. And I was going up there to visit my girlfriend at the time in Prince Edward Island, so she had to drive eight hours to visit me instead of me driving to visit her. And it was a great weekend. (laughs) She loved it. Actually, it was a fine weekend, but it was really fucking embarrassing. Yeah, that's crazy. And I didn't even get to keep the doll. So who is the other killer? The Not explained yet. Not explained yet, but yes, uh, we're assuming it's the sister. But we don't know. Is it one of these people grown up? Is it, you know, is the it the girl who's... slash daughter, I should say. The nerd girl from before, possibly. Remember the nerdy girl who kind of came down the stairs with the glasses? Yeah. I think they want you to think it's her. But here it's just hot Kate Hudson's son. Oh, we got more eyeball trauma. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I always hate that though, because it's such a terrifying thing. Did you ever watch the? Yeah, I have someone just poke your eyes out. Like that's insane, dude. That's harsh. But it honestly, they're so vulnerable. <laughs> like, oh, it's insane know? to think how many times you've got like something hit your face that didn't hit your eye, or like. I scratched my cornea as a kid playing hide and seek. Uh, I had to wear like There's a patch and shit. Protection, you know, on the eyes. So it's like it seems like that would be like a really quick way to like murder somebody and fuck them up. Yeah, just doing like construction when I was a younger man. I was like, you just hit a hammer against a wall that has some dust on it, and that shit just shoots right in your fucking face. Next thing you know, you got shit in your eye. You're blinking. You're pouring water in there and shit. There's eye wash stations at jobs and stuff like that. It ain't it ain't cool. And you have bigger eyes than most people, so yours are way more. You look a you, you look a yeah you look a pug or like a a Boston Terrier. Oh my god, no, I'm not. No, you're more that than you're not compared to, like, most humans. No? Hang it up. You have big eyes. Isn't that, like, a thing that people like? I Tim Burton made a whole movie called Big Eyes. I think it was about, you know, people's uh, love of people with big eyes. Uh, a, more of a big nose person. A schnozzle. Yeah. Get an Italian lesson of the day. Uh, I'm not a different <laughs> Got to that yet in my studies? Uh, yeah, fucking This is a very interesting final three in this movie that you never—I was not expecting. Yeah. I, you know, the, the sister of the girl 
coming in like half hour into the movie, the guy who kind of was a suspect for a lot of the movie, and I guess Cassidy kind of made sense because she was kind of fucked over by her friend, but. And then just, I don't know, like, usually in a situation like this, like, I mean, we said it, but there's very little development on the characters here. Like, it's very killer heavy. Right. And it's all contingent on the actual actress's charisma. You know, like, yeah. so that's why Winston, I've always Cassidy did not have much of that. Yeah, that's a good point. That's why, like like I said, Winstead has a lot of charisma. The house mom, like, these are, like, real actresses who are good at I, I think the chick here, Kristen Cloak from uh, X-Files, like, she, she has a gravitas about her character, too. But, yeah, Cassidy's probably not the most... Uh, yeah, she, she just always annoyed me. My era. Uh, I've never seen a second of Arrow. This guy and things. Yeah, 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 that sitcom. Yeah. That was with Putty from Seinfeld, if I'm not mistaken. But right? again, not much in the way of like yeah, real right? star power. Ah. Maybe this was just miscast, but it was 2006. Yeah, we're just going for hot young people to uh, yes. yeah. occupy these movies. Yeah, just to sort of revamp this title. <laughs> Ryan Philippe was not available, so they got this guy. Because uh, Tim Capel had him locked up in his basement in 2006. <laughs> Once again, with the plastic bag on the head. An interesting murder weapon. Simple. That's what I'm saying. Like All this stuff is like... Eerie because it's so easy. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like 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 we said before, Terry Funk with the plastic bag—it's such a weird yeah. image, right? And um, a nice, durable force flex. It's got to be force flex, though, right? You can't just use some shitty ass dollar store bag. Oh fuck! No, no, no. You gotta have a real quality. Can an ice? Can an ice get in the head through that shit? You Can that go through the back of the head, an icicle? That seems like a sharp icicle, man. I don't think it's a legit icicle. I think it's just a weapon that looks like an icicle. Wait, you think... Oh, wait, did he like pull it off glass, the unicorn maybe. head or something? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. yeah. It may be glass. You ever eat an icicle? You could hold an icicle. It'd be fucking melting in your hand. Oh, you can hold one for a little while if it's cold enough. Did you ever eat one? Oh, shit. This guy's got Benoit ball eyeballs. Benoit eyeballs. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Man, imagine loving eating eyeballs so fucking much. I don't know. Oh, oh no, she poured, she pulled a Clark Griswold. <laughs> <laughs> the way that eyeball just squished. Got the popping. That eyeball be popping. That guy's wearing Doc Martens. Um, man. Oh, the, t- the killer's talking, finally. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, everyone's up here now. What are we doing? So we're ending in the attic, which I feel like we should. It's got everyone up there. It's got the head. The, oh, they're all... I love the reveals of the dead people, though. I'm, I'm such a mark for that. Oh, he's got for eyeballs the decorating the tree. Like, oh. that takes... That takes... Rest- oh, he's got a... Oh. Oh, Got a head on a stick, which is a Kemper line, if I'm not mistaken, where he said, uh, I think so. 
But he sees a woman, he'd like to know what she looks like naked, and then he'd like to know what she looks like with a head on her stick, or something along those lines. Yeah. Which I believe was used. So was he wearing somebody else's face? Is that what we're doing? I don't know if he's doing that or a wig, either. I feel like decorating your tree with eyeballs when it's your favorite meal is also strange, though. Like, why would you get it? Why wouldn't you just eat it? Yeah, like, that's like your favorite food right there, you know? At least he's not being disgusting and putting, like, mustard on them, because that would be sick. <laughs> no condiments on that. No, that would be, like, abhorrent. Yeah, there looks like a fake face on this dude, right? Oh, yeah, I think so. Oh, God, a fire in the fucking attic. Yeah, now we're... Oh! Add another element to this. Oh, shit. Oh! <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, no. No, that thing. Oh. Are we about to have some auto? I'm falling down on the floor right now. Auto ocular cannibalism happening. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. I have to know what check that looked like, huh? My daddy's here. What? Oh, shit. What? Okay, so it is the daughter's sister. Okay. And the daddy brother. God damn. Yeah. Oh. I will say this the burgers in the in the <laughs> climax of the movie. Yeah, like all bets are off. I mean that's quite it's the attic. Oh yeah. shit. Oh man, imagine falling down a crawl space like that. You just oh. hit every fucking oh. nugget. I've never seen that before like that. Oh, my God. You just hit every nook and cranny on the way down. That was cool. Who built this fucking house? God damn it. This guy needs his architecture license revoked. Fucking H.H. Holmes. H.H. Holmes. <laughs> God damn. I was going to say Art Vandalay, but he was an importer-exporter. I forget. Oh, shit. Yeah, this is a this is quite the climax. Yeah, I like that. The, I like this picture on the wall that has his yellow eye that she's breaking. Yeah. All right, symbolism, people. Ah, a lot of Movie like one like protect my eyes very much in the coming days. Like, yeah, like if you know someone's into eating off your dick, you're gonna walk around and cover your dick when he's around, like. It's like watching Jackass when they're always covering their dick because they know they're going to get punched. So like, you know this guy's going for eyeballs. Like, There's got to be some ocular protection in this goddamn house. Apparently I need very large lenses if I'm going to do like some sort of... Yeah, like two fishbowls might help for you or... Thing. Yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, the dome from under the dome, maybe two of those. That's a Stephen, that's a Stephen... Yeah. <laughs> Stephen King reference, right? Sure is. I like the uh, the baby getting pulled. A oh, flaming Christmas tree. That's a good imagery right That's there, man. It. Man, I'm kind of really digging this entire. Uh, <laughs> it has it's a, everything. It's, it's, it's a little unique. house of waxy too, right? A like, bit, yeah. right? Well, you have the twin the killers. Like this, the crawl space is super unique. Twin I really killers, like that. The lighting. That baby carriage fire thing was good. I think I think that should be a tradition on like 
New Year's Eve where everyone takes their Christmas trees and lights them on fire on their front lawn. Yeah, let's do that. I'll be badass. I mean, mine's plastic, so it'll probably just give kill the yeah. ozone. But you know, well, it's dead already. Now I'm just looking at the time, and there's still 18 minutes left in this movie. That's right. So. So what the fuck? Like, yeah, a little bit premature. So I think shit's about to get real. We've got Gail Weathers here. <laughs> <laughs> I give her that screen three haircut and give her some real credibility. Oh, we're going to a morgue. There we go. That's what I like to see. Yes, a nice morgue scene is always a uh, quality place I've never been to, never want to go to. Did have a friend who worked in the morgue, said it was terrifying. I bet it was. He worked I... in a morgue. In, he worked in a morgue in the, in the basement of a hospital, obviously, because it wasn't on the ground floor of a fucking hospital. Uh, <laughs> But uh, most of the dudes he worked with, not in the morgue, uh, but most of the orderlies were Jamaican dudes, and they would call him the voodoo man and the scary man. And they thought he was like a ghoul, Cause just because he worked in the morgue. He's a very normal guy. Well, not really, but the people with strong religious, uh, especially um, Southern, uh, not Southern, but I, what kind of religion would you call it? Like a Santeria guys, too, would be very dubious of his occupation because that's just morbid you know right and that was his job he did come hang out with me i'm like what'd you do today i picked up a guy who got who fell into a, a thresher in a farm jesus like, what like, like you yeah. picked up a lot man yeah dude he went he one time had a job that took him all day he got, got hit by a train and he just had to follow oh. the path of stuff oh. and put oh. it into a, yeah yeah so that was his job and it's like hey bro <laughs> want to hang out yeah like Come on over, and we'll watch fucking uh, an ECW pay per view. <laughs> like, all right. No, but how was he like as a dude? Like, because I feel like that takes a certain person. Um. Yeah, I think it was his way of dealing with uh, childhood trauma and uh, lack of ever empathy. confronting his. He had empathy, but he didn't like to confront his problems. He didn't like to deal with his issues and stuff like that. Like he would never talk about that stuff, but I think stuff like that was his way to do it. So he could go and pick up body parts. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But he can't say, I feel sad. Uh, yeah, never once happened to me at least. Yeah. And if you're friends with me, you're going to be sad all the time. So I would assume it would have sure. come up at one point. Um, well, I just watched this Unsolved Mysteries, and allegedly, the girl was hit by a train. And the crime scene was not, you know, done correctly, and the family friends, friends of the family, had to go down, you know, for like several days after the girl died, and pick up parts of her off the train tracks. Oh my god, that's insane. And And I... It, I can't stop thinking about it. So when you said that, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, and this is a guy who's seen death, right? And that's yeah. it was still, like, harrowing for him to explain it to me. Yeah. But, yeah. But it's just beyond. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think at that point I'd just be like, I'm okay knowing he just died. We don't need to pick up his parts. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, the part the of me that can, can see every side of everything uh, you know, there's a dignity to that too, you know, so that this person isn't missing parts of themselves. Oh, you know, okay. They, that's interesting. 
you know. So when, so when you of, see someone and they want the closure of finding the body, you 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 that that hits you emotionally. Yeah, like I, that's important to some people, you know, that closure. Because would you ever just, let go unless there's something physical? Would you just want that possibility that they got away or faked their death or anything like that? Would you want that modicum of possibility? It just to no, no, no. not for parents. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That's a different story. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, <laughs> and and just the thought of knowing that people have to go and pick up parts of, you know, your kid off the train tracks, like, would break my brain. Oh, shit. Here we go. Shut down. That looks like Meatloaf with a yellow wig. Yeah, I kept thinking Meatloaf. <laughs> So how do you feel about a horror movie that doesn't that has the the we got away but he's still alive kind of like aspect that this does? I think I kind of like horror movies that end at the crime scene with the big killer murdered and I'll save the hospital stuff for the sequel. Like this one, listen, the fucking plot of this movie is threadbare as it is. <laughs> like, yes, I would agree. So, I, don't I don't like know. the change of scenery because I feel like you need to put this all in the house. It needs to stay yeah. in that house and, and be just, contained ditch, there. Yeah, we ditched the uh, the Xmas part of Black yeah. Xmas, and now we're just yeah. in a hospital. And hospital. I hate that. Yeah. I hate all movies that take place in hospitals. I mean, maybe they just didn't pace it right, and they just I don't know why. Because the attic scene was very good and very climactic, so it just feels like that should have been the end. Right, and you have two killers, so you could have had more suspensey stuff in the house. You could have had more there girls. There was more room in the house to work with. Yeah, well, they, they, like you said, they literally were just laconically laying in the fucking living yeah. room the entire movie, where there could have been more stuff. They could have been outside. and There could have been more there instead of, like, fucking... Yeah. Like we said, fifteen minutes left, and they're in the hospital already. Like, yeah. you can rebuild this movie quick and make it a lot better. Well, there was another remake in two thousand nineteen that is completely I that. different. I liked it. A lot of people shit on it. I liked it. I thought it was cool having like a little witchcraft, a little fucking Me Too kind of shit going on. Like, I liked it. I need to rewatch. I think it's got one of my favorite chicks. Who uh, I'm forgetting her name, but uh, god damn it. She was in that Vivaria movie. Not Florence Pugh, but the girl that kind of looks like that. But I liked it. I know a lot of people shit on it. but Chloe? Chloe? I was thinking somebody Seven. who looks... She looks like a... She does look like a Chloe. There you go. God damn. The oh, fucking, get, the, get, the, get the paddles. Paddles to the face. You think you could take a paddle yeah. shot? No. No, sir. You ever take a stunner? Not Stone Cold Stunner, but like a stun gun? No. My friend had a stun gun, and we would stun each other all the time. It had, a short, it had a short knit, though, so like you would stun the person, and if you weren't holding it right, you would get stunned as well. I ain't, but, trying to, I ain't fucking with electricity either. Yeah. It wouldn't knock you out if you were holding it, but it would knock you out for a second if someone got you with a good. Like, you just wake up like a couple seconds later, and you better hope you didn't just fucking funnel a beer, because you definitely would piss your pants. He this said, guy. Merry Christmas, motherfucker, and he <laughs> her two seconds later. That's bullshit. This yellow motherfucker. Isn't that literally just 
Happy Halloween, motherfucker. That uh, yeah. <laughs> Buffer yeah, Rhymes, that's the now. Michael Myers. Oh, oh shit! Damn. Nice. Nice. That was an evisceration. Those guts came he's, right out of him. He's a terrible final girl, but but this is fitting. Like this is fitting. She's awful. So I'm glad she doesn't have anything cool happening here. This took no skill. That whole thing was. I don't know. She was way better in the attic scene. <laughs> it is funny that that dance of the sugar plum fairy song has an ominousness to it, right? Like that is well used. Yeah, doom, 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 doom. yeah. yeah it is a creepy little song. Yeah. It does. Uh, it also do a metal version of it. Oh shit! Mm, 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 mm. Oh, that's just more. <laughs> right? That's just that's more sling blade, but. Is this, gonna, is this going to become a, uh... oh, by the way, this it just said goodbye, Shirley. This movie was scored by Shirley, um, fuck, Walker. And uh, she did all Shirley the Batman. Walker, yes. She, she did all the Amazon, uh, Amazon, Jesus Christ, uh, Batman animated series. She did uh, a lot of the music for that. So, very cool. So, will this become well, a uh, that... Halloween watch for you every year? Halloween watch? Um, I refuse to admit I'm wrong ever. So yes, I meant home. <laughs> sure. Would this become Weird. a Christmas watch for you? Um, I don't know. I do. Maybe just like from the, I just maybe I'll just watch YouTube clips of the addicts. <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah, I, mean, I don't, don't, think... don't want to sit through ninety more minutes of Katie Cassidy. She's just not that great. I mean, when that's your when you have better actresses and she's the last one, like Lacey Chabert, man, she was she was great in Mean Girls, Party Five, Michelle Trachtenberg, The Adventures of Pete, and Pete. Like, yeah, they were just nothing. Yeah, the deaths were they were brutal and just like the suddenness of them, but they don't let you linger over anything, you know. They're just and like, you don't know these girls at all. Like, just no bother. Yeah. Like I said, at this movie, if you look up some shit, there is so much talk of Weinstein getting in there and snipping shit. And he was, like, insistent on, like, random scenes of violence. And we really wanted to play up the gore. And, yeah, I mean, it kind of killed this dude's career, like this X-Files guy. Like, well, man, like, I mean, he, he has terrible taste. I mean, we we could have put together something better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that cast, I mean, like, I don't know. They're not the best, but they're better than that. No, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, I guess Lacey Chabert, she she had her uh, Mean Girls Christmas moment, and then two years later, she's got this. So, I mean, yeah. she uh, maybe if we pretend she's that character, and this is her, <laughs> this is her in college. Yes. Okay, Gretchen Wieners uh, <laughs> sequel, Black this, Christmas. This is the mean real Girls. Mean Girls too. Yes. Okay. Mean All Girls right. also. This is Mean Girls. That also. changes everything. <laughs> now it's great. Nah, that's not true. Yeah. Unfortunately. Also, no, no scenes in the daytime. Like they could have. Well, it's black. <laughs> it's gonna be dark. Be dark. I mean, how do you fight logic <laughs> like that, my friend? How do you fight logic like that? Face, you know, darkness. What oh. is your What is your Christmas horror movie? Do you have one, or do you go more traditional? Um. So, I like a Gremlins. Um. 
I feel like that's traditional. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the yeah, that's, that's the classic of the genre. Yeah. Silent Night, Deadly um, Night, of course, is a classic. But actually, I just booked a new pot, like a guest spot on a podcast, um, which I probably should have looked up before I started to promote it. Mm. But um, in this podcast, um, it is like a top ten list, and um, it's called Horror Countdown. And so I, well, you know, the the host was like, I'm looking for guests for this horror countdown, and you do your top ten of whatever genre. I was like, I don't know this guy, but, like, I looked at his stuff, and, like, looks all right. So I messaged him. I was like, I'll be on your show. And he was like, cool. And I was like, what What genre? He said, what genre you want to do? And I was like, let's do Christmas horror. <laughs> so... I say all that to explain that I am in the process of rewatching, you know, some old Christmas horror stuff and new stuff that I haven't seen. Huh. Um, so I saw. Um, hence, hence Jack Frost. Jack Frost, yes. So <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. And then um, I'd seen like uh, Evil Christmas. Christmas Evil. Christmas Evil, one. yes. I should probably take notes on these titles. <laughs> um, um, better not. Better cry. watch out. Better watch out. Yep. Um, That's a good one. That's that good. one. That one as well. Um, which I had Anna. seen before, but you know, just watching that. You got to do Anna and the Apocalypse. A great, great one. It's a zombie Saw musical. Saw that on some oh. of the list, but I haven't seen that one. Love it. You're gonna love it. Do you have any other horror suggestions? Deadly Games, also known as Dial Code Santa. It's a French movie that came out. Uh, it's kind of like. I'm not like watching a, any French movies. Oh, all right. It's kind of like Home Alone, but the kid is fighting off an evil Santa. Um, <laughs> Jaws Four is a Christmas movie. <laughs> so. But um, well, I guess it would be. Rare Exports. That's a good one. It's about these people who yeah, capture a, a Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, there um, was some. Advent calendar, uh, but that's French as well. I guess we're not reading for Christmas, so never mind. Um, there was Santa Slay. I'm sure you like that one. There was the an Goldberg. anthology one. Um, I think all it was the creatures. Christmas horror stories or something like. Oh that. yeah, that one's good. Uh, all the yeah. creatures were stirring. That's on Shutter too. You can watch that. So Ooh, there's I a bunch of. So I gotta I gotta watch at least ten, I guess, and rank them. Remember the titles of them. Um, and, but uh, anyway, I'll. And, and when you do the preamble to this, you could with you could actually properly promote that podcast that's a good idea I <laughs> yeah man i don't know if i've i've tried to watch this movie a couple times since it came out and i just i it just i just want it to be better i'm not a i'm yeah, not a remake yeah, hater but you, yeah. you just want it to be better you know man so it's a bummer i would agree but watch the original watch yes. the in 2019 but um yeah, I mean the original's the greatest. The greatest part of the original is the it's coming from inside the house, and they just completely ignore that part of this right. movie, right? But there's a lot of good character stuff in the house, which is what you want. I feel like if you're doing one of those isolated horror movies, you're there for the character. If you're all stuck together, then you have to have some story there, and they do that well enough in the original. Oh yeah, I mean those those car- those girls are great, and you love those girls. They are now. great. Yeah. What's her face? There's not any gore and stuff. As much gore, definitely not as much gore. 
So I mean, for the the girl from Superman, um, Margot Kidder, her character is so badass and proactive. Yeah, she is. She's for 1974, right? Like that's that's cool as fuck, man. She's telling off people. She's such a badass in that movie. Great role for her, man. So check that out. Watch that. Instead of this. Yeah. Are we just, now we're just recommending other movies to watch. Yeah, okay. Um. So recommend some podcasts that you're on that I can listen to. Real quick, would this be one of the worst movies you've ever done on Freak Out Driving? Oh, probably, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, probably on the bottom. But... But one of the best episodes. Yeah, yeah, one of the best episodes. One of the best co-hosts. Easily, easily. Easily. Uh, I can be found every other Friday on uh, Clotheslines and Headpoints. Headpoints? (laughs) I always botch the fucking... Clotheslines and Headlines 2.0 with Ryan Gray and Mike Rossi, and always a special guest. The last one had Tim, not the Toolman Taylor. The one before that had Marcus... And uh, fun show. We talk about modern wrestling. I always enjoy it. I always have a good time doing it. And uh, I was on the most recent episode of BH9021 NOSO with uh, previously joked about and botched impersonation of Tim Capel <laughs> and Justin Rosero talking about Beverly Hills 90210. You've been on that show before. And uh, I think that's it. And uh, after this, uh, I think this is it. I think I'm killing. I think I, I think I killed the town on this one. What do you mean? I think no more no more recommendations. You just picked the movie because uh, I think I botched the uh, the wreck on this one. No, no, no. Um, it's good to have a dud movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, for, that's what every girl's ever that's what every girl's ever slept with me has said. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, uh, listen to Rocco on all those things. I'm also going to be doing a guest spot on um, Beverly Hills 9021 No So. Oh, nice. Very soon. So listen to both of those. And none of the other ones. Um, <laughs> so I've been doing a lot of, you know, I've been doing a lot of different shows. Um, been keeping up with Fody. Uh, the last one I did was with, also Christmas themed, and it was with uh, my friend Jeff. We watched Krampus. So another good holiday horror pick. One of and the best. Easily one of the yeah, best. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was really good. I like that. It's, yeah, the ending's I, fucked up. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's dark, man. Yeah, it's really dark. Um, and then, so I've been doing, you heard about Pluto still, one of the last ones of those. It was really fun. It was with Keith Langston. We watched the Newlywed Game. Um, yeah, so Keith is a very up-and-coming podcast star and a stellar individual. So um, it's not for Keith Langston. Uh, all across all these networks, I feel like I don't plug the other networks as much as I should. So this is what I'm going to do now because nobody's listening. Um, on the place to be <laughs> wrestling feed, um, you got two of my shows, Talking WCW and PTB NXT, and um, a lot of great shows over there. And then, of course, the continued greatness of the No So um, with your show, um, with um, Wrestling Warzone. And no holds barred. And one of my shows, the extreme three-way dance. Go through the history of ECW. So there are my plugs and my Twitters at Jenny Position. And thank you, Rocco. I appreciate you watching the shitty movie with me. <laughs> Thanks for having me. And I will see you next time.